Okay, so if you're just joining us, listening to some of our old episodes, can we call them deep tracks? Yeah, deep I mean, tracks. Deep tracks. Originals. Oh, the originals. Geez. We just wanted you to know these original recordings were recorded in blanket forts <laughs> via the internet. Under duress. Under duress. In the middle of lockdown. Yeah, so the sound quality, we totally get it. It's not that great. It's not that great. We just want to let you guys know that uh, click forward a few episodes, take a listen. It does get a little better. A lot better. A lot of better. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And give us a shot because uh, we're having fun having these conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of them are conversations we all need to be having. Welcome, everyone. This is Mike and Tammy back for another round of Flyover Logic. I'm Mike, a lifelong conservative and recovering Republican. And I'm Tammy, and I crossed that bridge several years ago. Each episode will give you a brief take on what's got us thinking, what the heck, what's making us smile, as well as take a deeper dive into one big deal. Sometimes you need a bird's eye view to make sense of the world, and sometimes you need to land the plane and take a look around. We hope to help each other do both and hopefully learn something along the way. All right, we're going to start off today with what the heck. We are scratching our heads uh, and saying what the heck at so many things in the world lately. This is part of our show where we each share one of these moments with you. Hi, Tammy. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I am phenomenal. Um, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's never, a bit of a stretch. I mean, <laughs> That was too much. Uh, too much. I'm fine. Uh, no, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, what do you got for us? What What do you got for what the heck today? Oh, okay, what the heck. So on Wednesday, Jared Kushner, my BFF, um, oh, yes. he went on Fox and Friends and um, had a little chat with them. And he said, we are on the other side of this. We've achieved all the milestones oh. we need to do. Um, the federal government rose to the challenge. And this is a great success story. The same day we surpassed 60,000 deaths in our country, he's saying this administration won the battle. Um, And I just kind of really wanted to um, facepalm him, right? Right. And say, what the heck? (laughs) What the heck, indeed. yeah, uh, that was you. Must have wrote that down. That you did. You have that direct quote, I did, wasn't it? That I sounded about. You wanted to make sure it was perfect. A direct quote, so I didn't um, want to be like, putting in, words in his mouth. In too much trouble there. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm all for um, leadership uh, trying to project positive things. Like that's a good idea. That's part of being sure. a leader, yeah. right? Is to is to do that. But I think we're maybe getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. A little bit. It's kind of like, it reminded me of um, Bush with the victory <laughs> sign. Oh, you know? no. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Which I have to say was super cool because I remember, I can see it in my head, yeah. uh, you know, because he was on it. On he, the ship. He lands in a fighter jet, mm-hmm. which, you know, he used to fly, which I think is pretty cool, mm-hmm. with the big banner and the mission. Oh, yeah. yeah no. Yeah, that was, uh, they should take a play, uh, take a page out of that playbook. And, right. And, and maybe not go there. Well, and I just think, like, maybe it's not really showing that you actually know what's going on in the world or in our country right now by saying, like, we won, you know? Yes, that would be, like, tone deaf. I yeah, think a little, that's that. the word. Yeah, yes. thank you. Because um, it doesn't really look like we've quite mission accomplished yet. Yeah. I don't have, so I don't have anything uh, specific with what the heck, but I would say mm-hmm. that that um, theme has been troubling me a lot where I'm constantly finding, finding myself asking, where are the handlers? 
Like, I know that these, like, people have staff, whatever, whether you're (laughs) Pelosi or McConnell or Jared or whoever it is, like, somewhere there's people who their whole job is to be like, hmm, I wonder what this is going to look like from this angle. Um, But, you know. And I feel like maybe those people either were fired and never rehired um, or they <laughs> or just are not there. They're just not I, there anymore. Like, because I feel right. like we lost that. We left that station a long time ago um, in terms of somebody kind of, you know, being the filter for right. these folks. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they don't care because it doesn't matter what side you're on. Sometimes you give out sound bites yes. for a specific group of people and they're like, yay. And yes. Everybody else mm-hmm. is like, are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. So oh, that what the was, heck? Yeah. A big what the heck for this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And that's just kind of your general theme. That's, I, yeah, that's, I honestly, I, when you, there's just like, like we said in the intro, there's so many things going around right yes. now. And I was deeply looking, fi- trying to find something because that one was on my list. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about the face masks uh, last time mm-hmm. uh, with the president or the vice president of the face mask. I saw yes. that he wore one the next, oh. like the next day he was at uh, GM, I think GM, and he was wearing a face mask with everybody there. So, so maybe, maybe the message. message got through, right? Maybe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, just, uh, so I was looking for something happy and I couldn't find one <laughs> and everything was just tone deaf, tone deaf, tone deaf. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It seems to be a lot of that recently. All right. So let's do a little bit of a deep dive. We're going to dive into one big topic. This is where we're going to land that plane and take a look around. And this week, or this episode, excuse me, we decided to talk about the reopening, the grand reopening of life and the universe and everything, right? Right. Um, So where (laughs) do you think we should start here? Because this Uh, is kind of a big, we could It's a big, and it was, and it's very apropos because we decided to talk about this on Tuesday and then Thursday, our governor had his big announcement um, about what we're doing in Minnesota now. Um, So there was a lot of, a lot of, (laughs) a lot of stuff happened in the last three days. Yes. Um, But uh, yeah, so uh, what, well, why don't you... What do you got? What do you have to start off with? Okay, so other than are, are we just gonna lay the ground? Are we just gonna draw a line? And be like, I'm open and you're you're sick. <laughs> I'm all open it all up and you're all close it all down. Or is it somewhere in between? I think it's somewhere in between. Okay, it's in between. I think somewhere in between. Yeah, Great. but first I thought maybe it would be helpful. Um, at least for me, this was helpful to go back and look at the White House. Um, has actually put out some criteria. <laughs> Why did you laugh? Uh, this is actually like. <laughs> Wow, they laid out some ground. No, I think it. I sorry, I only laugh. I should wait to you. I should wait till you tell me what you wrote right. down. Because but when you hear the that, White yes. House, you automatically well, because I have some thoughts there too. Uh, go ahead. So the White House, okay. laid, yes, laid down. So they laid out three main criteria, right? Yep. So I yep. just want to like lay that out for us while we start this discussion. So the first thing they said was that you should have a downward trajectory of symptoms for fourteen consecutive days. Right. Second thing, a downward trajectory of test positivity, so positive tests for 14 days. All right, wait, wait, what was the first one again? I thought... Um, trajectory of symptoms. What does super, that even right? mean? Okay, well, all right, sorry. All right. So big. I was conflating those two together. Yeah. All right, yeah. but then Separate, so symptoms yeah. and positive tests. Yes, and then the third, hospitals have the capacity to treat all patients, right? Okay. Um, so there's... Ooh. What? Right. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Well, because uh, to treat... In non-critical, no, no, that's so the word, there was a phrasing, I can't remember what it is now, but it was uh, uh, non-critical care 
as in like the hospitals have different levels of the way they respond to and do care yeah. based on their like workload, if you will. Yeah. So like, it, yeah, anyway, just, so yeah. they're basically, they're not in crisis, that is crisis care. Right. So if you go in and you have a broken bone, you're going to get, there's, there's going to be room for you yeah. and in a normal time frame. Yeah. Not like, Hey, we have room for you in three days. Come back, right. <laughs> come back, let us know oh, if you get gangrene. We'll treat your bro- right. broken arm later. Yeah. Okay. So hospitals, so, testing and symptoms. Right. But there is a lot of criticism, well, for many reasons, obviously, like you just said, a lot of this is vague, um, but it doesn't include anything about test capacity. It just says, like, a downward trajectory of positive tests. It doesn't mean, like, we're able to test everyone and we're seeing it go down, right? Right. So my first question to you is really, like, of these three little criteria that they've laid out, what do you think of that? do (laughs) Do you think that this is enough? Or do you think we need some more specifics here? Like, what does that, that say to uh, you? That's a good question. Um, I have, I have, uh, as per usual, I have many thoughts uh, <laughs> on the whole thing. I, mostly, what bugs me. So, for the probably more than anything that bugs me about um, politics, maybe political leaders or whatever, is consistency. And I yeah. know that we need to be able to change and tack and sure. like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, at first, it was. <clears throat> The federal government and Trump, they are going to do everything. They are in charge of everything. And yes. then it's not they're in charge of everything. And then the states can do what they want. But here's some guidelines. And then, yes. but at the same time, I th- it was like, wasn't that like when he they released these guidelines was right. Right before he said liberate. He tweeted everything. everybody mm-hmm. should liberate. So yeah. like, again, more than annoying than like the individual positions is just sort of like. Again, pick one. Right. Um, yeah, pick a side maybe a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, you got to have, there's got to always be vagueness to some of these things. That's most of our laws are the same way because you have, they have to be interpreted sure. a little bit. Um, but do you think there's really like we should leave room for interpretation in this kind of a thing though? I mean, <laughs> well, I, it, it's also sort of it doesn't really matter. I mean, okay, what do you mean? The federal government has no power to do anything. Sure, they okay. can, like, yeah. Yeah, even as uh, the president admitted eventually like the states the states will do what this state's gonna do what state's gonna do okay he finally like states, conceded that right like, oh, exactly all right gonna listen to me? which was yeah. smart play i mean like <laughs> i was like why would you want take all in all of that right exactly yeah. but, like the states are gonna uh yeah. states do what we, we do what we want yeah mm-hmm. um so anyway I, I don't know so i don't put a lot of credence in them sure i thought it was really interesting though um our governor uh governor walls um, if you've, if anyone's been listening, um, you should listen to him because they're, mm-hmm. they're like a really, even if you disagree with all of the things he says, which I disagree with a lot of the things, um, they're like a masterclass in, yeah. uh, communicating and yes. like being like calm and like, they're very good. Seems very rational. But if you've listened to them, one of the thing, one of our, um, I think it was last week when one of the press conferences, somebody asked him specifically about that because he was talking about how we're going to open things up in Minnesota again. And they're like, well, this, you know, the guideline is two weeks of downward projections. And he basically was like, that's a dumb metric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and which I appreciated. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. like, that's a horrible metric. It's going to be blunt. Right. It doesn't really have any meaning. And because one of the biggest holes in it, right, is, is uh, the testing. So you have to have mm-hmm. like less. So we already know the easiest way to get less positive test results is to just not test people yeah uh but at the same time right exactly this is a great plan (laughs) so but everyone else is you know every expert in the world is talking about we need more testing more testing more testing um so i think that's why uh walls was uh you know gonna throw this out the window not throw it out the window but 
we in Minnesota are not going to pay attention to that because mm-hmm. we, if we step up, they're up to four, I think they had 4,500 tests or something like that, yeah. um, which is great. Uh, and they're trying to ramp a up day. To, a day, yeah. right, exactly. And they're trying to ramp up to 10,000 to 20,000 a day. We're going to have a crap ton yes. more positives. Yeah. So and a crap ton more negatives too. I mean Right, exactly. Whatever. So Yeah. And I, I don't did, know. I so did, I don't put a lot of credence in the <laughs> in the in the the guidelines. Yeah. I did think it was interesting um just in reading a few different articles about this criteria that most states um and definitely all almost all of the experts have said we need to go further than that and they have included things like additional testing, um, trace capacity, you know, for contact tracing as well as um, businesses having social distance practices in place. Right. Which I know Minnesota has been um, pretty like firm about putting those kind of policies in place for things to be ready to reopen. Sure. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it depends on how you define firm, I guess. But they've been sure. they've okay. been very proactive. There, Can we use that? Thank you. There yes. You that's they've a, been very proactive. And yes. like as a business owner, uh, it was weeks ago, I, you know, they the Minnesota Department of Economic Employment. I can't remember. Deed. Deed. Yeah. <laughs> MN Deed. Yeah. Um, indeed. Uh, mm-hmm. They were sending out, you know, questionnaires, but also they've sent out, like, uh, we've all received, like, sample, like, basically pre-written, um, not programs, but uh, ideas of, like, here's safe safe things you can do to sure. protect your people, best, practice best practices, mm-hmm. and then, you know, this, you know, amend it as you want, but here's a structure, you know, whether it's... Um, you know, if you're a big corporation where you're going to be testing people coming in mm-hmm. to work or taking temperatures or you're a smaller company like uh, ours. I mean, I only have six employees. Uh, but something as simple as listing, you know, having it posted, here are COVID, you know, corona um, symptoms. Have you right. felt any of these in the last 24 hours? Yeah. If yes, go home. If right. no, you know, sign here and go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, I think Minnesota has been has been really on that. I can't speak as much to obviously other states. I haven't been following them, but it does feel, at least from media reports, yeah. that some other states are a little bit more, let's just screw it all and go yes. back to work. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, so earlier this week, a map was put out um, showing that there are, like they, they list, had all the states, you know, listed and okay. color-coded by how many of these criteria that they're meeting. Oh, they're meeting? meeting? Yeah. Um, and there were only four states that were meeting all three criteria. Oh, no, that's not us. No, ah. no. Um, actually, Minnesota was only meeting one of the three. Um, Which at, one? At the time. Um, it, I didn't. Write it down. <laughs> we got one we of the three. The map down. said one of the three, and I'm I was sad, sure, so I'm I kept going. I'm pretty sure we're getting to that hospital capacity. Okay, ho- yes. Hospital capacity. Um, but Washington, Montana, Wyoming, and Kansas sure. um, were states that were go-ahead. Um, interestingly, I thought Michigan currently meeting zero of the three criteria, and yet Michigan was where we had these... Um, Protest. Gun wielding protesters. Okay, into the whoa. Building, right? <laughs> Gun wielding. Well, there you go. Inflammatory. Yes. Yeah. Wow. There's a sidebar. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we talked about that before. Gun wielding. <laughs> I would not necessarily describe it that way. I just knew that. You that knew would you were be. just gonna poke me, but that. But that's it. I think. I think again, we we talked about it before, but like it's there is no reason. Especially in protesting this. Like, I understand, like, if you're having a protest about Second Amendment rights. Yes. Like, I kind of get, like, all right, we're going to gear up and show up yes. and, 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 uh-huh. and do that. But uh, mm-hmm. when you're just protest, not just protesting, the, like, these lockdown measures, 
um, or government overreach. Yeah. It's really only to intimidate. There's yes. not really any There's other... There's no reason for you to bring your gun. No, but brandish... It's a little strong. That was wield. Wield. No, I mean, Brand. I mean, I read a. There was one of the. Um, I don't remember. There, it was a tweet of a article, and they're like, "Yes," and they're brandishing their. I'm like, yeah. I guarantee you that if you went into any state capital and you were legally carrying a weapon and you started brandishing it, you would be on the ground instantaneously. Sure. Yes. What I thought was really interesting, and we talked a little bit about media portrayal when we talked about protests, but um, one of the images that I've seen plastered everywhere from this incident in Michigan um, was a bearded guy, big dude, right, okay. with his assault rifle yeah. um, up against... It's like, AR-15, but I mean... Thank what? you, thank you. Isn't that still an assault rifle, AR? Uh, well, we can, AR- we're going to have like okay. a whole thought, series of episodes of what is, yes. what is and is not. Um, but like just right up in the face of a security sure. officer at the Capitol. And I think that is where you're getting this inf- inflammatory yes. language coming from is just these images that are being plastered right. everywhere, right? Not every protester was probably doing that. No. But the ones that we see probably didn't need to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. Um, also, and we talked about this a little bit, California said, hey, oh, yeah, we can right. open beaches. And remember the article that you shared <laughs> last time where like, yeah. they, the picture of the beach and like, yep. oh, but actually people are following this. And then a couple of days later, California says. Free, it was freaking Orange County, right? Yeah. Isn't that what I mean? Like, let's be honest. Stop peeing in the pool. Yes. The, like <laughs> all up and down the coast. I don't know how many thousands of miles of coastline yeah. there are. There are people uh-huh. at the beach and they're doing it fine. And then L.A. County, wherever it was, it was yes. de- it, like it's just packed. And so, yeah, that was. So we have to close it back down. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Pee in the pool. But I think this is where when we talk about reopening, this is where I feel like we are going to struggle. Right? Yeah. Is we're going to say, OK, let's reopen. But stay away from each other, you know, maintain some social distancing, you know, still do all of these safe practices. And we're just not, I don't see us as a nation being willing to still do that, right? Like they did it for a day or two and then like, <laughs> screw it. Like we're at the beach, it's fine. It's a... And then like, <sighs> we're done, right? So now we have to close it back down. Um, uh, what do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, you're not, I don't think you're incorrect. I mean, that's, that's kind of, I mean, one reason why we do these things when whenever you know for every time i'm annoyed at a rule or like some sort of restriction wherever i go there was whether it's at the pool or um in a state park or whatever it is there's there's more it's there's somewhere there's a story where somebody was an idiot and so now we have a rule like Mm -hmm. we didn't have a rule and then you were an idiot so now we have a rule and so we have to do these things um and so, but it is definitely like a balance, right, of, of if you trying to, there's so many different things to balance. It's not just one thing or the other. So you have like health, safety, and you have the economy, and then you have people's, you know, freedom of movement or liberties or however you want to put it uh, versus groups of people who are going to flaunt that. And they're, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, uh it's it's a difficult. I'm so glad. I mean, it's way more fun to make a podcast. Yes. Just talk about like, you yeah. guys are idiots. You right. should be doing it this way yeah. because uh, you know nobody's gonna write to me when their yes. grandma gets sick and be. Yeah. Uh, we don't have any responsibility. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, yep. Yeah. So I'm glad I don't live in California. I guess is one thing yes. to say. But we see some of that happening already. I mean, we. <laughs> 
I see it happening, and we live we live in rural Minnesota. Mm -hmm. um, the and this is one of the things that I've said before uh, when I'm talking to other people about what do you think is going to happen? What does the government do? And I'm and I have always said like he eventually we're going to have. Eventually, we have to go back to some kind of, I don't want to call it normal, yeah, but we're going to be. back to something else. Yeah. Um, when and how that happens, obviously, is, is unfolding as we speak. Right. Um, but sometimes you have to be a leader and do what's right for the people. And sometimes you have to kind of go with the flow a little bit because you start to lose, if you lose control of the group. Right. Like, if we stay in lockdown until mm -hmm. If he like just came out and said, you know what, we're gonna do lockdown until Fourth of July, the wheels are gonna come off so fast, yeah. and they're already mm -hmm. ha it's already happening. Yes. And I mean, I'm our family has started to tiptoe around tiptoe around the mm -hmm. edges of things, yep. and like it's, and I feel it's like tough. somehow this this new extension, like we were gonna be out of lockdown May fourth. Yep, and I feel like. Not lockdown. We shouldn't call. We it know we shouldn't call lockdown. Really, that seems really harsh, but brandishing. Yes. We are brandishing our lockdowns. <laughs> yeah. With our assault <laughs> lockdown. Anyway. But but we were supposed to be like those restrictions were going to be lifted. The yeah. stay at home order. We're, right. We're being Minnesota stay, nice. We're yes. We're stay, stay at home. home. Um, was going to be lifted, and I feel like this that two week extension because he extended it till May eighteenth. Yeah. I feel like that has really caused the wheels to start to come off. Like people yes. are starting to crack just with this latest extension. Right. Um. But. I do think that the rural issue, like you said, these rural communities, people are getting pissed because we don't see it here. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, oh, it's not a problem because it's not even here. Why do we need to worry about it? You know, why can't we go about our business? We're not Minneapolis. We're not New York City. Why shouldn't we be able to reopen? But even in the metro, even when we, I love it. In case anyone ever hears this outside of Minnesota, <laughs> when we refer to the metro, we only have one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's Minneapolis, St. Paul, yeah, uh, and surrounding counties or right. communities. Uh, but even you, I've been reading stories about even in the metro. You know, they're having to take basketball hoops off of yes. basketball because mm -hmm. they're closed, right. but people are still playing. You know, and mm -hmm. and uh, different municipalities closing beaches and parks and doing other things because some you know people are still doing that. Right, um, There's rule breakers. And 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 that's. I mean, it sounds horrible, but like unless you see it. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna. It has less of an impact on sure. you. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I guess one of the things that I was thinking, and and we were discussing a little bit in recent days, was we live in lakes community, lake sure. country. You know, Minnesota is kind of known for that, and a lot of the communities around us um, usually have a huge influx of population this time of year right. and getting into the summer. We for, have we have snowbirds first. Yes, we have people back. Who left to go down south for the yes. winter and are coming back. And then yes. also just the vacationers. Right. And, yeah. And I think that's one thing that these communities are having a hard time really wanting to think about. Um, is that when we add in all of these other folks coming back or the lake people coming up, we don't have capacity for that kind of a thing in these rural hospitals. Sure. Right? So if you were to have an influx of population... From from bigger places right. or whatever, but we're not thinking about that because we're thinking it's not here and we're fine. Let's reopen. Well, it takes like two weeks to have the symptoms show up, so they're gonna go home. <laughs> They'll go back to the metro. They should be Before worried about coming up knew. here and getting. No, I shouldn't. I don't want to be glib about that, but yeah. it's very difficult. I have some family who own um, resorts up in you know like Lakes Country. Um, I I I've read um, enough articles with 
these these people it's very difficult for them because they are also trying to balance like do we reopen how do we reopen we need to be open because we if we don't open we're not you know they're not going to stay around and i think that um that argument is getting I am more and more sympathetic to the economic argument mm -hmm. as the farther this goes along because sure. um, that's a real thing. I mean, like yeah. it's a, and I, I have, uh, I have lots of friends that have businesses. Um, they're all impacted differently. Mm -hmm. You know, like we've had to do in my business, some minor things to cope um, and, and, but our business is still mostly operating like normal. Mm -hmm. So I understand that my perspective is different. I have other friends that are totally out of business. They can't right. do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and a bunch of people in between, yeah. uh, and they're starting to lose. I mean, like it's fraying, things yes. are fraying. Yep. And so, and there's also, I do understand. I think it's right sometimes to have uh, an entity, let's call them the government, um, <laughs> to step, let's call it the government. <laughs> which is, we voted for these people, okay? Yes. So, like, let's remember that every yeah. once in a while. You might not have voted for the, they might not be your people, but yes. we did it. Yep. Um, to step in and say, here's something new. We don't know what's going on. We just need to shut things down. Um, figure it out. To figure it out, mm -hmm. according to, you know, we're going to go back to Minnesota, but according to Walls on his, on Thursday when he was making his announcements, um, several times mentioned that he believes that Minnesota's hospitals are ready. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, which uh, we can get back to that a little bit. So right. they're like, well, if they're ready, why don't we just get on with it? Um, but um, <laughs> I lost. Okay. So you have um, that our hospitals are ready, but we need a little bit more time. And people are getting really frustrated that like, well, wait a minute, you, you're moving goalposts around, and that really pisses people off. Did you hear his response to that? Like somebody no. said, somebody said, like, wait, you're moving the goalposts, and he's like, wait a minute, no, I never set a hard goalpost. Like we, <laughs> we wanted to try to do all of these things, and sure. like, okay, so let's start reopening back up. But what does that look like? Right. And so then trying to figure out, like, this is a new, a new part of the game, right? Sure. Is trying to figure out what should the rules be for businesses as we reopen. And we like it's a human nature, but we only care about the goalposts being moved if it moves yes. back. Like right. if he would have came up on Thursday and be like, actually, you know what? We really nailed it. Today's yeah. the day. Yeah. And everybody would be like, woo. They wouldn't be like, yes. hey, 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 Wait you moved the goalpost. Mm -hmm. That's cheating. Yep. But uh, during yep. this time of lockdown, like businesses, they have, I, I've seen it. Um, I've talked to people. They have figured out ways to change their business. They figured out ways like we can do it. You know, um, one of the, uh, I know some people who are hairstylists, you know, or barbers or mm -hmm. whatnot, and they, they've already, they've come, they took the time yep. to make a plan mm -hmm. and they're like, this is the way we can do it and we can do it safely. Mm -hmm. It's getting time to just be like, okay, if you are uncomfortable, if you are still uncomfortable, don't go get your hair done. But if you are comfortable, here's, you know, here you can go do these. Yeah. Sure. It's it's time I think to be. It's time to allow people to make some decisions about whether or not they want to participate. But you still, again, with that balancing act, there are going to be idiots out there who are going yeah. to be reckless or whatever it is, and that will have an impact on everyone else. On everyone else, mm -hmm. and it'll have a stress on the system. Mm -hmm. um, but until before we lose control over everything, plus a lot of it, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, feel like there's no win here. No, like, no, there's, there's not. There's not, this is the right answer. Because no. it's just, it, you could be screwed either way, right? right? And in you the last, could. in Minnesota, in the last week or two weeks, um, they, before the Thursday thing, before he extended lockdown, 
they adjusted the essential businesses Mm -hmm. basically you know they had some rules about if you're non-customer facing and Mm -hmm. this and that you can reopen people started doing that on monday Mm -hmm. on thursday we extended the order but he also um uh, removed some restrictions. I can't remember what are the ones off the top of my head now. Um, he opened oh, some retail like, curbside services. Yep, curbside retail. services. Mm-hmm. So if you're a non-essential business that was previously retail that was closed, you can now open again with curbside service. Mm-hmm. And and I, we have this awesome dial picture or whatever, and they're moving yes. the dials. And it, I was disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. I was disappointed that they didn't move them farther. Further. Mm-hmm. But at least we are moving in the right direction. Yeah. And that's one thing that I keep hearing people hyperbole they're just you know like this is never going to end i'm like it is going to end right it is it's not moving as fast as i'd like but at least we're moving in the right direction yeah and i did like that he left room for and and specifically said this does not mean that nothing will change in that two weeks sure right so we're we're currently constantly working on what else can we open how do we open you safely you know that kind of a thing so within that two weeks there's a lot of other things that could still reopen yeah Hypothetically, right? Yeah. I mean, theoretically. No, theoretically, um, hypothetically. Yeah. So I, I, I appreciated that, that he was, it's not just we're shutting down for another two weeks and we're not going to think about changing anything for a whole two weeks, right. right? Like we could adjust and open something else by Wednesday or we could adjust and, you know, okay, we've figured out hair salons. Here you go. Here's your yeah. date, whatever. So I, I appreciated that. It's, it's just, I know, I know that it's hard for a lot of people. I mean, it's hard if you've been laid off. It's hard if, mm-hmm. you're, if you're at risk. And it's hard if you are a business owner who maybe next Wednesday is too right. far. Mm-hmm. You want, you're not going to make it. Yep. Um, and then, like, and then, and then what? Like, mm-hmm. your business is out. Now you're unemployed. Now your employees are unemployed. Right. That's a real, right. that's a real thing. And I, I just, yeah, like I said, I'm more, every day I'm more and more sympathetic to the yeah. economic argument. Right. And I think it's been really helpful for me to have people in my life from that other perspective because, and we've talked about this, <laughs> I mean, my husband and I are definitely coming from a place of privilege in this regard. Um, not that we're like, you know, financially independently wealthy, not even whatever, but I'm saying we both are still right. steady employment. We're getting paid you know, even though I have to work online now, like we haven't lost income, that kind of a thing. Right. Um, and so definitely I understand and I recognize that that is a position of privilege right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been great to have those other perspectives to really force me to think about um, there are people that are struggling much more, right? Uh, I do also think that Minnesota is faring better and I'm treading well, carefully here. Of, I'm, I'm, of course. But I'm, I'm treading carefully here. But Above terms, average? What? We're above average. Well, I mean, yeah. obviously, we're okay. always above average. Um, but I think that individually, um, I'm, I'm not familiar with business law and business policy, whatever, in Minnesota. That's your game. <laughs> but individually, we have more safety nets in place for people sure. than people in other locations. I mean, if you're, if you're living in one of those states where those things aren't in place for you, I feel like the suffering is going to be exponentially worse. Not saying that it's not bad here also. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Am I treading carefully enough there? I think you're, yeah, I think you're treading okay. carefully enough. That's, <laughs> okay. a, that's probably pretty legit. And okay. that, But that's also like there's unintended consequences to everything. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And when uh, my wife and I were talking about this uh, a little bit last night, like because I, I, I'm not going to lie, I came home and I, she took me for a walk after dinner because she's yes. like, I think I need to take you for a walk because <laughs> I was really pretty hopped up. Oh. 
that's hilarious. Yeah, you know how like a we week ago I said my my happy thing was I rode my bike home and it was great because I saw all these people yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm so happy. So I rode my bike home again on Friday and I did a couple errands and I stopped and, and I ran into a couple people and I stopped and started to check on um, some folks, if you will, uh, and they're all business people. <laughs> And boy, did I get an earful. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, and it's gorgeous out. It's beautiful. But like, and they were not coordinated in any way, but pretty much all of them were, I mean, part of it was they were just blowing off some, sure. I'm a safe space to yep. blow off some spe- yep. steam, if you will. But mm-hmm. it really kind of snapped my head a bit, a little bit about, um, about uh, some of the, some of the struggles that people are having economically, business wise. Um and so I was like, ah, oh, we just, we need to end it. But then at the same time, you have workers who currently are um, on unemployment because their business was forced to shut down. Mm-hmm. And if they are allowed to reopen and they don't, they don't feel comfortable, like it's one thing. So it's one thing. So it's one thing for a business to be like, hey, let me open yep. because we can do these things safely. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to be maybe an employee who is now going to be in contact with a whole bunch of people coming in, you know, obviously they're going to hopefully do some distant, whatever they're going to do, but now they don't, the choices are now removed. So we talk Mm -hmm. about choice, like we, I talk about choice and like a lot of um, people who want to open things up. It's all about choices. Well, if you no longer qualify for unemployment, but you don't think it's going to be safe, it's not a choice. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're forcing some of these people who maybe it's not healthy for them to be back out. Sure. You know, maybe they do have these underlying conditions or whatever, or maybe, you know, they're related right. to somebody, whatever, maybe not them personally, but you're forcing those people, like, now you have to go back to work. It's no longer optional. Right. And so how do you, cra- as a, like, as a government, uh, as a state, how do you craft, you know, the programs to try to allow for these things to happen, mm-hmm. but also give these people a, an opening over there? Yeah. What, I mean, we talked about it too, though. One of the other things that's an unintended consequence, I know of businesses that are currently busy now. They're mm-hmm. actually busier mm-hmm. and they can't staff up. They can't even get their own people to staff up because right now, basically, if in Minnesota, if you feel uncomfortable, yes. you can say, I'm not coming yep. and gain unemployment. Yep. And they're making more money and PS, on you unemployment. Get extra unemployment. Right, right that's right. Like, normally in Minnesota, it's about a third, generally yeah. speaking. You get a third of what you normally make. Right. And then you throw this extra federal 600 bucks on top of it. Yes. All of a sudden, you're making $24 an hour, $25 an hour. Yes. Like, and so they can't staff up mm-hmm. to meet the needs because it's more, you know. But how do you balance that? Is that everybody? No. Right. That's the, yep. it's never everybody. Mm-hmm. But of course, there's always going to be some people that it's just like when we, op- when we reopen, most people are going to be responsible, Tammy, but some people are going to go pee in the pool. Do you, do you really think that <laughs> most, most people, people are going to be have responsible? To. It's required of oh, me. Oh, because you're an optimist. Yes. No, it's, you're not. Yes, I am. I have internal. <laughs> you're trying so hard. trying so hard to <laughs> exist as one. I think maybe it's just the bubble that I live in, but yeah. I think that most, yeah, most of the people that I interact with are being reasonable. Even people who think this is just a total joke. Sure are still for the most part, have been, let me rephrase that, have been still for the most part, Sure. been following the rules t- mostly, you know. See, and so that's pretty impressive, I think. Like, And I think we have just seen um, in our little bubble so... <laughs> you need a new bubble. I that's what you bubble. need. Uh, Come on mostly over. Mostly through our teenager, right? Oh, is that sure. 
why are my friends, like, my friends get to have sleepovers, why can't I? Oh, They're yeah. still hanging out. They're st- they had a party last night. Like, so this whole time, yeah. it's felt like there are some people that are definitely peeing in the pool, right? <laughs> we're just going to, we're going to, we have we're to find a way pee, to keep the pee, pee in, the in the pool, pool the whole time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's maybe All right, coloring my view of are we really going to have most people following the rules? But maybe that is still a small majority or a small minority, like small, you said. Small majority. <laughs> small, small minority. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So what does a successful reopening look like to you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> with, with just a couple minutes left, uh, yeah. right? <laughs> right. I, how, I, oh, boy. Um, um, I don't know when a successful re- – I mean – I really so when when he when our governor was on Thursday, I was hoping that he would, um, for the I want to say fl- open the floodgates, but kind of open the floodgates. I was hoping for something more along the lines of we are going to keep um, you know the most vulnerable population is still going to be in a stay at home order until sometime. I sure. Throw it out. Obviously, it's not going to affect me. So throw it out as far as you want. But, you know, sure. I don't know. Let's call it July. Maybe until you see certain criteria being met or whatever. Like sure. A, or if he's smart, post. like he was like, I ain't giving you a goal post. <laughs> you kidding me? You're going to eat me alive yes. when I have to change this. He seems um, to know that. Yeah. So something like that and that businesses can reopen maybe ones that are, you know, I really like the way Minnesota, when he describes them, he talks about not just numbers, but like predictability. Mm -hmm. So um, if you have more predictability, like worship, let's go with church, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Just say, you know, I would be, I think people would accept fairly well for a long period of time. Like, you know what, you can open your churches, but you can only go to 50% capacity. We need to have some spacing and you're going to have some other things, but you can only have half as many people in the building as sure. you normally do. So let's have 10 services. Right. Well, wow. It's growing over there across town. <laughs> <clears throat> but, you know, like maybe we'll have 10 services. I, maybe yeah. not. But like yeah. some sort of form so of like we can do something mm-hmm. because we can predict that. Yeah. Um, you know what the Restaurants are harder because yeah. like you can kind of predict things, but maybe, you know, if you can have... I mean, some of the states that are opening, like North Dakota and Iowa, they have their their restaurants are open, um, but they have to have six feet between tables and no more than six people at a table. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's some rules along that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, some sort of mixture of that kind of thing to, to really give people, if you turn the dial too slowly, it sort of feels like you didn't get anything. So you're sure. like, you got to give me an appetizer. Yes. Don't give me an, I do not want an amuse-bouche. <laughs> Not just then, one bite. I want a whole I, appetizer. Right. I don't want one bite. I want a whole plate of fries. Okay? Yes. Smothered in pork and yes. cheese and it's great. Um, <laughs> you're not going to get all the meal. You're not going to get everything, but at least give me a beer yes. and some smothered fries. Yes. So that would be my, there you go. Beer okay. and smothered fries is what I would like. Okay. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're going to end up there. Not because. I do think it's interesting that he, he talked about on Thursday that if you move that dial... His, he's getting hammered for the dang dial right now. I love now, the dial. I, I love the image. Um, but if you move it too quickly, then you're just more likely going to end up with, we have to shut it back down. Nah. You know, so like, I'm glad I'm not in a position where I'm having to figure out what that balance is. Sure. Right? Right. Um, because that, I think, you're going to have a huge uproar if you give people... Oh, if you give it back and then take it away again? And then oh, you have totally. to take it away. Like, oh, mm-hmm. <sighs> then those gun-wielding things are going <laughs> to... Brandishing. <laughs> Brandishing, we're gonna brandish weapons. our wieldings. Yeah. How about you? What would um, you? I mean, what are you happy with the way? I mean, obviously, I. So. <laughs> um, 
No, I think, you know, this, this past couple of weeks, they've been talking about what, what school is going to look like in the fall. And that sure. has just been like, oh, that's really heavy to me to think about my kids, like, not going back to school as we know it right. for a while, you know, those kind of things. And so, no, I'm not, I'm not happy about the way, <laughs> the way things are, yeah. um, or the way things are maybe going to have to be for a while. Um, but right. I think like you said, what's the balance? So do we open things with capacity limits with wear a mask or, you know, those kind of, those kind of guidelines maybe in place, uh, is maybe where I'm leaning yeah. ish. I think, I mean, I've read a couple things and I've talked to a few people that, I, I don't know if this is, uh, if this will resonate with anybody else, but like where basically they're like, you know what, we don't need these anymore because you've sufficiently scared the crap out of us. <laughs> like, so there's going to be crazy people who aren't listening anyway, yes. already. They're already not yes. listening. And mm-hmm. it'll be a slow reopen because not everybody's going to show up right away. Um, We're not going to go shake hands with each other. Right, right. right. Yeah, it's um, weird. There was uh, my, I actually was talking to my father about it. He's a uh, sales rep anyway. He has a sh- big show in Atlanta, I think, um, and it's in August or something like that. It's in the summer. Mm-hmm. And they got a, they they sent out, the people put it on, sent out to all of the, um, all of the reps that are going to be there. Uh, should we have, basically a questionnaire, like, should we have this? Should we not sure. have this? Are we worried about capacity, this mm-hmm. and that? And he... Uh, from him, his perspective, he's talked to enough of his customers, his customers who are like, yeah, we ain't going. Like, that's a corporate, th- like they've yeah. already corporately said, you know what, this mm-hmm. year we're not going to those, we're going to do everything online or yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. And so his his response on the questionnaire was, just have the dang thing. It's going to be half full anyway. Right. Because like people aren't going to come. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. I don't know. Even at lunch, talking with my uh, some of my staff, they were, somebody was musing if right now would be a great time to fly. Um, yes. Because Nobody's there's nobody flying. in a plane. So, I mean, it's probably the safest time yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, and again, that's sort of like it goes back to businesses will do, most businesses will do what they think is, is appropriate and necessary. Like, yeah. we don't have, the government didn't mandate that we wear masks on planes, but all the major airlines all did it themselves. Right. So now yep. if you're going to fly Delta, American, or whatever, you have to wear a mask yep. to get on the plane. Mm-hmm. And so then I think further along that reopening line, I agree with these states that are saying the criteria needs to include, we have to have the capacity for mass testing, right? We have to have contact tracing of some kind. I know that some countries are doing a little bit more big brother of a version of that. Yeah. Some, some level of that we have to be able to figure out. Sure. Because that makes sense. Well, we, I mean, we do some, the state has done some of it with aggregated cell phone data, Yeah, yeah. which is supposed to be like, they don't have all the details or whatever. But one of the things is, the article I read this morning is that it has been tra- our movement has been even in Minnesota where we've been doing a pretty good job yeah. has been trending up for the last three weeks. Uh huh. Because like, we're not following the rules. Anymore. All right. So yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. So change them quick. Yeah. No. And Minnesota, I know, is working with Target. Like they've developed an app to anonymously track your health data. Oh, so like you could input great. your temperatures or whatever. And kind of keep track of that. But but that's part of my reopening question is when you're looking at getting back to schools, getting back to stadium kind of things, yeah, like mass the big, crowds, big the state fair, that's like a huge thing, you know, the great Minnesota get together. Are we going to then be okay with you're restricting my liberties or you're infringing upon my freedoms, right? By oh. like you have to have a temperature check before you come in or you have to have some some countries have talked about like you have a card if you have those Yeah, and there's right? a lot of on the conservative That's side whole, especially they're yeah. like no way we're going to do that. But I see like if you try to do something like that in the US, I feel like you'd have huge 
I think you'd have a lot of pushback from a lot of them. That would be like one time where the NRA and the ACLU would be like, hey, let's team up yes. and sue the government, oh, which, so which actually would be really, yeah. it'll either be a really great moment of like unity. coming unity <laughs> or it could be, you know, like this, another sign of the apocalypse yes. where it's like all yeah. come crashing. And so like, I mean, NASCAR reopened, but no spectators, right? right? And I do think that's very interesting and weird, but. Super, super interesting. But, but how do we reopen the NFL, right? And, you know, things like that without some kind of measure well, in place. And maybe that some of those things, and, and, and Governor Wallace talks about that a lot, is that the last, th- the things that we want the most will be the last things. Yeah. Uh, where they have large numbers and it's unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, I do also, it'll be interesting to see how things play out and the more data that comes in. And I sent you that one, I sent you one article from The Hill. Yeah. Um, you know, which was, it was an opinion piece written by a couple of doctors. So yeah. again, opinion, but mm-hmm. they have some, uh, and they were basically making the, let's open it up because the data says that this is not, it's a big deal, but it's not as big of a deal as we thought it was. Well, um, and, and I think because and like, will that of change? all that we've done, right, we've, we've kind of mitigated it a little bit. Oh, sure. The great success story. Well, <laughs> the great success story. <laughs> I, I would agree. Um, but also, like, how, how it plays out is how willing are we then now to, to also accept that it's maybe not as bad. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble here. Maybe it's not as bad as, you know, ah, I'm going to die. You're not going to die. I'm going to get corona. No. <laughs> that was your curse. You're getting the curse right now. Carl. No, I mean, like, so, like, you. how, like, at what point in time, speaking of goalposts, but, like, mm-hmm. at what kind of point in time and what kind of data, let's say we get the testing up and we're doing mass testing mm-hmm. and we're doing antibody testing and it turns out that the real death rate is really only 0.1% or mm-hmm. 0.01%. Sure. And we figure that out in July. Mm-hmm. Then do we go, like, okay, well, actually, we're just going to, everybody can go back to... Well, and I Normal. Think if you have that mass testing, then you'd, then you can then you'd have be it. able to say, this like, is, like, this is where risk, people should come. To, yes, they should yeah. come together and be like, yes, let's have the mass, te- mass testing yeah. so that we can. We, then everybody else could it's go back. It's the if avenue. You're not high risk or if you don't have. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, when I talk to people, um, that's what I always come back to is is that we, we didn't know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it should scare the dickens because it moved really fast. And how fast it spreads. That, right. That's a big deal. Um, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, you know, whether, and they come and we compare them to different, uh, diseases and this one and that one. Yeah. Well, they spread a lot. It's way easier. You can leisurely contain, you know, uh, the swine flu because yeah. it doesn't move so fast. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden this thing was absolutely everywhere. Yeah. Um, and so if you don't know, like, yeah, like I was, <laughs> I was trying to figure out um, analogies and, and it wasn't, I'm never coming up. I never come up with really good ones that right. seem like a good idea. But I was thinking mm-hmm. about even in my own business, you know, we have a manufacturing line. Um, and I was thinking about this as, as in other businesses too. Like if something goes wrong in the line, we don't let the line keep moving. Right. We stop the whole thing. Yeah. We don't know what's wrong, but I can tell you that the product that's coming out on the other end is not right. Yeah. I don't know where it is. And so we stop the whole thing and find then the you problem. work backwards and you find mm-hmm. the problem. Yeah. Um, you, you don't, you know, mm-hmm. so... That's kind of how I view it. Like we just had to stop the line, figure out what's going on, yeah. and then and then you can move forward. So. And I feel like at the very beginning of this, when it started to hit our country, the commentary was that I that I loved so much is <laughs> if it looks if in the end it looks like we right. drastically overprepared, sure. then we were successful, yes. right? Because you're gonna know if you underprepared, right? And if you and if you prepared properly, it's gonna look like you were idiots and you over you overthought it, right? right? Um, so I feel like. 
I'm not I'm not calling it a great success story. No, no. Nah. Because it's still not under control and and so many people have died. So that's it's not a success story, but I feel like that's where you're starting to see some of these attitudes about this is too much or this is enough. Right. Because we did prepare in a lot of areas maybe. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I th- no one's it's all at the end of the whenever I have any conversation no matter what side you're on at the end of the day I'm like it all sucks. The whole thing sucks. It sucks for you. Sucks. It sucks for every, like there is no like, but I do hope. And I this is a this is actually a prayer of mine um, that I've been trying to remember to actually pray is to is I hope that we learn something. Yes. Like I hope that we learn mm-hmm. not just about the virus, but like no. individually, mm-hmm. what is important to me individually. Mm-hmm. Like you know, even businesses. Some businesses they're learning tons of stuff about like hey, here's a different market that we didn't know we could do. Or right. here's a different way we can reach our customers that we didn't mm-hmm. have. Here's how we can streamline or, you know. Right, run to the governments. Early. Like, yeah. come on, like, uh, learn. Please put the pr- pandemic playbook together so that when next time one of these rolls around that we don't have to use, like, the giant hammer. Yeah, you're going to talk about the playbook. playbook. There was a playbook. <laughs> oh, jeez. We Absolutely. Need to, we need to dig into that. In a we, that's a, a whole different other different pandemic different playbook. That's a whole yeah. other thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, so we want to open it up. I think we're both on a, on the same page there. We're hoping that we can do it in some sort of measured way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it can't come fast enough, even for somebody who wants it to be now. I I have to just say, like, I'm all about let's measure it. Let's, you know, do it in a responsible way. Listen to the experts, of which I am not. <laughs> But I'm a huge extrovert, and this sucks. sucks. Like, I need me some people. I am starting to crack. Jimmy Fallon recorded a song this past week. I'm starting to crack. So if you haven't seen that, okay, I'm gonna um, write, I'm gonna look that, that one down and look like, it up. Oh, this is my anthem right now. I'm starting to crack. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Okay. Well, let's talk about something nice. Let's do. <laughs> I thought we were. Be- no, yes. Yeah. Let's talk. About, let's talk about something nice. Uh, yeah, something nice. Um, that I, I'll go first if you don't mind. Um, it's a personal one. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of semi-personal. I'm so, yeah. So we should just say. Oh, we, yeah. We like to leave we're gonna, everyone. We're working on this. A little bit of Minnesota nice. Minnesota nice. Right? A little ray of sunshine. Yeah, because sometimes we talk about things that aren't really. Most upbeat, of the time. Seems like we're, yeah, talking about. <laughs> so we want to leave you on a, leave you on a good note. a positive note. note. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so what do you wow, have? Wow. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for the, that, Tammy. Um. <laughs> No, my my uh, my nice thing was on third. It was it's just cool to see that you know again people pivoting and doing different stuff. But I've never uh, got to see this, which I probably never would have if it wasn't for coronavirus. My sister, um, I have one. Oh, I have lot. <laughs> I have lots of sisters. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. sisters and brothers all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of them uh, works for Girl Scouts um, of the River Valley's Girl Scouts. So mm-hmm. it's like Minnesota and Wisconsin, I think, and part of big chunk yeah um and they have a fundraiser kind of gala thing every year and it's called women of distinction and so then they like have a bunch of former girl scouts uh they interview that have like gone on to do great things and they have current girl scouts and they talk about the things they're doing in girl scouts and how it's it's very great it's Mm -hmm. wonderful and it's heartwarming um and they did an online one and so we got to we got invited to a facebook watch party yeah uh and so we ate dinner outside thank the lord yes it's beautiful out now (laughs) and had uh had the women of distinction thing up and we're all watching it uh together and it was just really fun 
one, to see like there's so much good in the world and yes. so many people doing so mm-hmm. many wonderful things. And because of this horrible thing that was going on, I got to peek in because I'm pretty yeah. sure, you know, I'd, I'd never even heard of it before. Right. And now I got invited to go to this thing. So, mm-hmm. so a shout out to my sister. That was awesome. Yeah, also a shout out really to cool. Girl Scouts. Um, they're pretty much amazing. And if there's more of Girl Scouts out there, the next one of these is going to be way better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do a better job. We're going to do this next better. time. <laughs> Because we're gonna put some Girl Scouts in charge. Yeah. Uh, there was I got okay. I'm gonna tell one more story. Okay. One okay. more story. My sister told me about um, just like the power of Girl Scouts, and it was I, I think she was like a fourth grader or a fifth grade. It was a young Girl Scout, mm-hmm. and she was um, it was during Hurricane Katrina, I believe, and she was she got taken to the um, was it the the dome, mm-hmm. was it, the King Dome or whatever it was. Yeah. There was one place they were collecting up yes. people where all their houses, whatever. And she was there with her family, and she, when they picked, they rescued them and took them. She um, insisted that she be able to bring her her oh, sash with all of her that things. Mark, um, <clears throat> I already. Oh, yeah. I know every time because because she had to bring it because she wanted to wear it when they were at the uh, like the rescue center because then people would know that she was there to help. Oh, I know, right? I'm like, oh my goodness, great. That is adorable. So that's what Girl Scouts of America is doing. So that's, that's awesome. That's that's way more than nice. But I that's love it. Yeah, awesome. that's really great. Yeah, what do you got? Um, so mine is not you know nearly as big a deal as that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but Friday was May Day, and I oh yeah. I mean, um, I just thought it was so cool. So some elementary teachers were out delivering gifts to all of their students. Sure. So they spent their whole day. They had a non-instructional day. They spent the whole day delivering treats to their students, um, and I saw a lot of different people. Um, just in our community, leaving baskets of things for other right. people. And so I just feel like people are looking for ways oh, yeah. to serve and to communicate. You know, we're thinking about you. We love you, whatever. Um, we got some nice little baskets from your kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was really great. So I just thought, like, kind of like what you said, there are people right now doing some really great yeah. things. And it's just, that's No, that was, good. it was mm-hmm. probably the most active May Day I've ever yes. seen. Yes. <laughs> uh, the people are all over the place. And we, yes. I got, we, and I got home because I know they had made, I think our kids made like, a dozen or something yeah and then but they had a whole bunch of them which i referred to as retaliatory um mayday baskets because some of them were like you know you were you deliver something and then they they the kids of that house instantly yes. like hack together a mayday yeah. basket and bring it over to your house and yeah. it's just that's how that's how we change the world folks yes one mayday basket one mayday at a time basket at a time i love it so much isn't that nice that's nice that's nice <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Another episode of Flyover Logic. This is Mike and Tammy saying that if you don't have time to land here, we're glad you find time to listen.